What is up, everybody? Paul Hickey here with NoOffSeason.com, and I am super pumped to bring you another episode of the Baseball Card Strategy Show on the Sports Card Strategy Show feed. This is my guy, Kendall McKee, who is about to kick off episode two of the Baseball Card Strategy Show. Kendall is about to drop some knowledge about the top three buy low now guys in the MLB one month in to this MLB season. Check it out. Hey, and welcome to the second episode of the Baseball Card Strategy Show brought to you by NoOffSeason.com. We always want to bring you the best and highest quality uh, articles when it comes to the difference between certain players and who you should invest in and who you shouldn't. And specifically, this next 20, 30-minute episode is going to be about the baseball cards in the strategy show. So my name is Kendall McKee. If this is your first time listening, welcome. I love having you. I want you guys to engage with me. Feel free to drop a line on Twitter. My name is Lefty McKee on Twitter. Feel free to please let me know how you like the show. Let's talk about it. If you'd like to discourse, if you'd like to debate something I said, feel free to drop me a line there. So as you guys can tell, this is episode two. If you are listening on Spotify or Apple Music or anywhere that you've come to listen to a, uh, to a podcast, I am thankful that you're here. So thank you for that. If you've missed uh, some of the things and you're wondering who I am, why don't you go back to the Evergreen episode one. I give you a little bit of a breakdown and then I give you a little bit of my top prospects to start the year of 2022. I will revisit that from time to time and we'll break down positions at a time. But today I want to talk about something very specific. Before I get into that, I do want to drop a line for the sports card investor um, for they uh, and market movers. Please go use our discount code there and you guys can give some residuals to us. That is much, much needed. So feel free to go to market movers put on by sports card investor and use the code um, no off season and you will give us some residuals there. So we love that. That keeps us going. It keeps us uh, getting more and more content to you. And I'm sure that Paul uh, is very excited about a potential partnership coming forward uh, with that. But, but but right now, it's just an affiliate link. But that's not um, saying anything into expectation, but we would love to potentially get there. So if you guys are listening to this and you have some ideas on potentially getting us uh, partnerships or if you'd like to drop a line with us as well, feel free. Reach out to either me or Paul and we'll get you going. So this is the sports card strategy, baseball card strategy show. And what we're going to start with today is it's been about a full month almost of the uh, MLB season. This is a long season. As you know, there's 162 games. But what is key in this aspect is that baseball's first month is all about like learning what you've got. And so typically around this time of the year, you're realizing, okay, who has um, who is busting through a hot streak or a cold streak and is having a good or bad season. So you're going to really start seeing over the next uh, probably about a week or two where lineups are going in reference to how they will finish the season and how a guy will potentially have a, a good season or a bad season. And typically about a month in, 
you're leveling out at this point in terms of either whether you've had a cold spell or if you had a slump or if you've been just on fire. Like the first week of the season, Alex Bregman could not stop. And, uh, you know, we've, we're almost at week four now, and Alex Bregman has leveled off a little bit. And so we love to see those kind of things kind of play out over more of a maturation of a season. But when you look at a sports card investments, when you're looking at an investment report, so if you if you go online you, uh, and, and to nooffseason.com, you can look at our investment report rankings, and those guys are going to fluctuate depending on where they're at. But that's more of an evergreen. I like saying that. Obviously, I've said it a couple of times in this episode already. But that list is looking at a long-term play option. So some of those won't necessarily uh, change massively in terms of a short season's uh, slump or something like that. But over a long season, over six months or so, you will be able to see some of those investment report rankings alter based on how they are playing per the season. And some of those guys are prospects. And so that's something that I bring to the table as well with my time at Just Baseball. Um, we are diving in there in terms of prospecting. And because I kind of uh, in, in playing in both of these courts, I'm able to be in the scouting and the, and all of the, 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 the talk in terms of the staff really looking at certain players and looking at our top 100 that really, that just dropped this week. So the just baseball's top 100 has just been updated. There's some massive plays on there and it's specifically the things that I think that are better there are you've got more intentional analysis on how the actual player is playing and his matchups and his potential um, um, uh, stat cast type statistics in terms of the MLB sometimes just plays on hype and um, actually all the time, but that's all I'm going to say about that. So it's a little more comprehensive list. It's my favorite list and it's uh, what I go off of in terms of my top 100 rankings. So if you hear that, if you hear some of that language come out, that is why as well. Well, let's go ahead and dive in to after this full month season, there's three guys here that I think have taken a massive drop in terms of pricing that I think we can take advantage of. There's three guys, uh, these three prospects uh, are, well, I don't know if you classify them as prospects anymore. This is their rookie season. And so they all um, made camp out of spring training. And these three guys that are really excited about pre uh, 2022 season and beyond that, but they haven't necessarily come on very strong. You know, two of their names by, if you're watching baseball at all, you know, two of their names. And one is, is a household name probably, but somebody that's a little more um, in the shadow of the other two. So these three guys right here are at a difference of at least 10% drop in market value in the last 30 days. So there's reasons why, and I kind of will go into that, but, when you get an opportunity to take a potential prospect stud and get a 10% discount on something that this guy's going to be great for many years to come, I think that's something to take advantage of. And that's so what the plays I'm going to give you here. The first part of this episode is these three guys, potentially, if you have the capital that you're willing to move, you could move into these three guys because you're getting a little bit of a price drop over the first month of the season. So, but, but without further ado, it's Julio Rodriguez, 
Bobby Witt Jr. are the two big names. Now, we expected those guys. They were both top four uh, in, our, in pretty much everybody's prospect ranking, some of them between one and four, no matter who you looked at and if they were a list worth looking at. So they both made uh, their big league roster out of spring training. And particularly Bobby Witt Jr. was somebody that nobody, it was, a, it was pretty much a can't-miss prospect. And as much as there is can't-miss prospects uh, at times, you do have guys getting mer- first major league at bats for the first time, and that is special. And though Bobby Witt Jr. is a guy that I've seen work at the plate, I've seen him grind out at bats, he's just not necessarily there yet. And because there's a lot of people that just are so afraid that they're going to see a card price just drop completely, you're seeing those prices creep down so after over the last 30 days bobby wood jr is down 17.3 percent according to sports card investor um they are down 17.3 percent j-rod is down 22 percent in the last 30 days that is quite a big jump for two guys that i think are going to be absolute studs at the major league level for a long long time so if you've been, if you're late to the game, if you did want to get a Bowman Chrome auto of either of those guys and you do want to get in, now is a good time to potentially get in because we're seeing PSA 10s um, still listed for quite high. So uh, the four that are uh, potentially available right now on the sports card investment uh, or the sports card investor are all over $4,900, so around $5,000, but the most average sale right now is three grand. So if we're looking at quite a big drop, if you're able to pull off a steal, if you're able to go to a card show or potentially find somebody in a Discord group or a Facebook group, which is my favorite way of potentially going to try to find cards, you might have an opportunity to to get a steal on your hands from a guy that's maybe uh you know they they have lots of margin in their card and they're able to come back on it a little bit it's a great time to buy Julio Rodriguez and Bobby Witt Jr. um so i would say a, a, a good average price right now is about 3 grand for oh excuse me i'm looking at the refracted uh the refractor auto for Julio um, on the normal, you are looking at about two thousand ish dollars for a PSA ten um, Julio Rodriguez, which not too long ago it was okay. Uh, April sixth, those when the season started, it was around you know probably five hundred dollars higher than that. So um, bear with me. the the ref, The refractor is down twenty two percent. The Bowman Chrome Prospect Auto for Julio Rodriguez is down only 12.5%, but that's still a pretty decent jump when you're taking $500 off potentially of a card. Um, if you're able to find something in that range, I would say go for it. And with that Bobby Witt Jr., let me, uh, let me just pull his spreadsheet up real quick. So yeah, with his Bowman Prospect Autos, they are almost down $1,800. So his actual prospect auto PSA 10 specifically is down 32.7%, a massive buy right now. There are some listed currently for 2,100 and there's a 19 at the time of this recording, there is one just under two grand. That is an absolute buy right now. Smash that buy button if you can. 
So if you're getting it anywhere around that $2,000 mark, please go do that because Bobby Witt Jr. is going to be a stud. He will figure it out. I'm seeing him grind out at bats. I'm liking what I'm seeing in terms of his development and his eye level, but he's just not necessarily putting it together yet. He hasn't had a home run yet, which is probably a big thing. I see uh, Bobby Witt Jr. really breaking loose in the month of May and kind of figuring some stuff out and just tearing up the rest of the league. Um, Now, J-Rod still is my rookie of the year, um, potentially just because I think he could be more catalytic in terms of his game and in general. But those two guys down massive in terms of card projections. Go in and buy if you have the capital to move around. Bryson Stott is my third one. This was a guy that was that started for the shortstop or started um, out of spring training for the Philadelphia Phillies at shortstop. They have a they had a uh, Didi Gregorius there. He's a massively overvalued player, um, and Bryson Stott was ready to step into the big league uh, at bats. Unfortunately, after a few weeks at the major league level, was not doing very good and was optioned back down into the minor leagues. This has created a huge uh, discrepancy of his prices in terms of what they were a couple of weeks ago. So if we look at at um, Bryson Stott, we are seeing his card values down on his Bowman Chrome uh, autograph. He is down to a PSA around $206. So that is pretty impressive when you're thinking about a guy that's a shortstop at the major league level and could and will be a, a nice major leaguer, will not be the same caliber of Julio Rodriguez or Bobby Wood Jr., which is why you see such a, a 10x price difference. But you do see how... Bryson Stott's levels have were going for around $470 PSA 10 um, at the starting of the season. And right now they're at about 196, 200 ish, if you can find some in there. So that is a drop of 11.5%. Another great opportunity to buy into a player that already is getting major league reps and is getting attention at the major league level. Some of these guys are so far away when we start buying them. It's a, they have prospect fatigue at times. And so when you get a chance to buy into a guy at a PSA 10 level at $200, that is just probably going to bounce right back to the majors, just going to get right in the minor leagues really quick. He is going to go get a cup of coffee down the opposite way, and he's going to come back and be the shortstop of the Phillies again. This guy is incredible. He is very uh, adept at at hitting major leaguers. We've seen that through spring training. Just he didn't start off very hot. And we are seeing a little bit of a uh, of a break in his prices. So definitely go buy J-Rod, Stott, and Bobby Witt Jr. If you're looking for guys that are dipping in the first week of or the first month of the season. Three guys that I are not dipping but are interesting uh, plays right now are Robert Hassel, Josh Smith, and Shea Langoliers. All of them have increased card values over the last month because they're all in the minor leagues still. So they didn't have the prospect or they didn't have the fatigue of coming out of spring training and in hitting major league at bats. But Josh Smith, for instance, he is a, he plays for my Texas Rangers. So he's in the triple a system there. He came over in the Joey Gallo trade, which is looking like an absolute steal for the Rangers right now, considering Gallo has only hit one home run and is just 
really bad on the Yankees team right now. And we got five prospects that are all playing very, very well. And so that's looking like an absolute steal right now. But anyway, in terms of card value, Josh Smith is a guy that you could potentially be looking at. This is a high floor guy. He's not a guy that's going to end up being Bobby Witt Jr. He's not a guy who's going to end up being the the 2000-ish raw autos in terms of a PSA 10. This guy is going to float around that two to 400, two to 500 level around, I would imagine where a Bryson Stott card is. Unfortunately, Bryson Stott, um, his card value is coming down right now, but Josh Smith's cards are going up right now. So that might be an opportunity to wait it out, put him on your watch list right now. I personally got some buys in right before he hit a, so this week he hit a, um, the prospect team of the week, him and Shea Langoliers both did. And coming out of that AL West, there's all sorts of trouble in both of those teams. And so I could see both of those players getting some major league time in the year. And uh, if there's a potential dip there, or if there's any potential dip when they hit the major leagues and don't necessarily translate right away, we could see a buy happen. I ended up getting a, a, a Chrome auto of Josh Smith for $40. Um, which I thought was a great buy considering some of them were already on eBay at around $90. So technically I could get an eBay uh, listing around other comp listings. Now, not comp sells, but comp listings, double the price that I was able to find it for on comp C. That's one of my little, my little tricks of the trade is you go look at multiple different places and potentially those that are not getting updated regularly. So if somebody was to consign their card for a potential price, and then you, you, you are able to go and find those prices before they adjust so if you are on top of your research and everything, ComC is typically where I find some good deals and they also are able to be found from eBay as well. So that's what I would do. Robert Hassel is a guy. So Aram Layton, the, uh, the, the CEO of Just Baseball and a close friend of mine said, you need to buy Robert Hassel right now, no matter what the price is. That's the kind of, of athlete this guy is. When, when we're looking at his scouting, this guy is off the charts good. When you're looking at his Bowman Chrome Auto, right now his prices are around $533 PSA 10. So we are seeing his value being much higher than a guy who's already at the major league level in terms. And at the start of the season, his numbers were around $450 and they're already at right now around $550 left. Uh, so we're, we're seeing a massive jump in Robert Hassel cards over the last month. And it's because he is tearing up the league. He is an athlete upon athletes. This guy is incredible. His refractor auto over the last 30 days is up 17% at the time of this recording. And what I want to point out is potentially not that this guy is a, is a buy. I'm saying, put him on your watch list because I would say that this guy is an expensive player. He's an expensive buy, but he's a guy that could potentially be a superstar in the league. And when Aram looks at a guy and says, no matter what this guy's price is, it's undervalued. That's a rare attribute for him. For We are all about trying to find diamonds in the rough in terms of our, in, in our little card chat and our little card alpha that we do. But when he says something like that, that speaks volumes to me about how this guy is potentially good upon good and then watching some videos and, and him just crushing the ball and just being right on things it, it's it, it's serious Robert Hassel is a guy who 
I originally went right out of the draft. I was really high on, and then I kind of forgot about him. He kind of got lost in the, in the San Diego system because I was so high on other people in the San Diego system. I just, I just kind of forgot about Robert Hassel. He has a, a, a Kirstad look to him. And so I get him confused. And so when I, in my head, I'm just like, yeah, that guy had to have um, some heart issues and which that was Kirstad, uh, which is the Orioles player. And I don't know why I get them confused. But I do. So Hassel is definitely on our watch list right now. He is a guy that is killing it. Josh Smith is on our watch list. And let's go to Shea Langoliers. I hinted at it just briefly at the start of this segment, but I want to come back to it. He is a guy who is not the number one catcher in the prospects uh, or in the prospecting system of the A's. That is Tyler Soderstrom. But I will say that Tyler Soderstrom probably doesn't stay at catcher in my um, in my opinion, I think he stays, uh, he goes more the first base DH route and we will see Shaylen Galeers. His receiving is really good. His arm is strong and this guy can absolute mash. He is tearing up the, ma- the minor leagues and we're seeing a, um, at the current time of this current recording, he has seven RBIs. He's almost hitting 500. His numbers as of yesterday were 417, 482, 750 slash line. That is just unreal for a catcher when you see catching prices in the in the market typically they are because the catching market is not that uh bold we talked about that a little bit in episode one when i talked about the why indy rodriguez was such an undervalued asset and i should have put um shay langoliers in that top three but when you're looking at indy rodriguez gabriel moreno and mj melendez and then you also have a guy like Shea Langoliers. There's just some excellent catchers in the minor leagues right now, especially some guys you want to invest in. And I don't want to for I don't want to get off of that without saying that Henry Davis is an absolute stud as well. But I'll leave that. That's for a different episode. Um, but Shea Langoliers' prices are low. There, he's a guy that there his his prices do not reflect his. Um, his skill level. He's a guy that I've always thought, why is his prices so low? When you're looking at a Bowman Chrome auto of $50, I mean, that is something that is incredible for a guy to be that close to the major leagues, that close to mashing in an A's uniform. He gets sent over in a big trade from the Braves to the A's. He's a guy that they like. He's a guy that they see a future in. He was a Baylor Bear and is receiving uh, from the guys that I that I talked to um, that are Baylor grads that saw him there, T. Wright of Wildcards Trading is a guy who's really, really high on Shea. He actually says that Shea's his favorite player. He's a guy that he, he talks so much about his receiving in his arm, which typically when you see a card value go up for a catcher position, it's just a masher. If you think about Rushman and, and some guys like that, we are seeing some super athletic defensive catchers at well. So not that that plays into his price value super, um, super tremendously, but it does mean he will be an over, uh, he will be a guy that is an undervalued at the catcher position. And he's a guy that you want to have if you're investing around the diamond. So last but not least in this episode, I want to point out a guy who has potential to be a top five player in the game. 
That is something I don't take lightly. When we look at the top five players of the game, you think of names like Shohei. You think of names like Mike Trout. You think of names like Ronald Acuna Jr. when he's healthy. Juan Soto, Fernando Tatis Jr., Vladimir Guerrero Jr. These are guys that you think of. Now, somebody that I think that you, or I'm going to wager that you should think of this guy more if he wasn't for all of his injuries in his career, Byron Buxton is that guy. He is a guy who is extremely athletic, goes beyond all um, of my, uh, all of my expectations in terms of his, um, in terms of his, his abilities. So when he's on the field, this guy is a top five talent. Now, a guy who cannot win for losing is Byron Buxton. This guy is getting hurt all the time in the strangest ways. He literally was on an IL stint um, uh, previously in his career for chipping a tooth while eating a steak. Now, that just doesn't happen to most people. This guy cannot stop getting hurt. And I think if we see a full season of Byron Buxton, you can come back to this episode and say that he will not he will not be outside of the top five in the MVP voting. And I would actually wager that if he has a full season this year, he will win the MVP of uh, in a twins uniform. That is saying a lot considering what Mike Trout is doing in the same uh, in the same league. So they're both in the AL and with the Angels coming on strong and Mike Trout doing everything to remind everybody that he still is Mike Trout. That is a guy that I'm saying has potentially that much value here. I do not think that's just being provocative with language to say that Byron Buxton has the skill to be able to be an MVP. Now, I also want to point out that his raw prices for his uh, for his Bowman Chrome autos is $142 right now. That is extremely undervalued. Here's what I want to say about that. He's coming from an older um, section of Bowman prospects, and there's something that I would that I would like to dig into more over the next probably year or so, and, I, and it's something I have been digging into, but something I can't quite put my finger on is, guys, before 2016, their Bowman Chrome autos are not nearly as valuable as guys that are after 20, the 2015-2016 area. When we're seeing guys like Carlos Correa, Byron Buxton, Mitch Hanniger, their Bowman Chrome autographs are extremely um, cheaper than some of the guys that are at their same skill level, but are just a little bit younger in terms of when their cards came out. Maybe not even younger in terms of age, but just when that first Bowman Chrome auto hit the shelves. Now, that was before we hit a craze in the card market and everything, which probably means that his pop count is actually lower than, than it is uh, than it could, than it should be. And so that set, when you're seeing uh, Buxton in a, in a uh, Minnesota twins, but it's got that Bowman Chrome logo. That's not the, the logo. Now you're seeing that is a little bit older of an era. And I think it's an opportunity for us to find undervalued players. Byron Buxton is one of those guys that fits into that situation. He's $142 raw right now. And I think that is um, specifically a potentially great buy one because it's undervalued 
two, because there's a low pop count, and three, because compared to his other um, constituents at the position, this guy is a great, 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 great spend of money. This, If you're going to put your investment somewhere that has a guy that has star power, when we're talking about X return potential, Buxton could be that kind of guy. There is currently no PSA 10s listed on eBay because of the low pop count, I'm assuming, and because PSA 10 wasn't as pop as in terms of in, in when his cards were hitting the market, PSA wasn't the only grader possible. You're seeing a lot of BGS um, grades from that era as well. And there are some BGS 9.5s available for about for just under $400, which I think is an incredible price as well. And if you wanted to cross over that slab, you, you put about $100 more in there. You still got under a $500 price for a PSA 10, which is um, a good buy, in my opinion. So. Lastly, before we jump off here for this week two episode, I want to compare. We like to do in our in our sports card strategy show every week. Paul and I like to do a gauntlet, and so I'm going to do a mini gauntlet with myself and potentially the listeners. And, and feel free to reach out on Twitter and tell me what you chose. But I want to choose between two guys that I've talked about today. We're going to put in the gauntlet together. We're going to do Byron Buxton's raw. Bowman Chrome Auto at $142 in terms of uh, the pricing that's on the Sports Card Investor um, app right now. We're going to mirror that with or compete it against a, a Bryson Stott at $147 raw. So just about a $5 difference. Now, which one of these cards would you potentially look for? in a uh, in a buy so say you had 150 dollars. which one are you clicking sold on on an ebay auction are you going with the 142 raw byron buxton an older card a potentially um, more injury prone player but his ceiling is incredibly incredibly high or a guy with bryson stott who's going to be a shortstop major leaguer for probably the foreseeable future for the philadelphia Phillies and a guy that has some star power in terms of some prospect valuations right now. He is on his way up. Now, um, Buxton, you could say also is on his way up, but he's just kind of rockier road to get there. So like I said, there's a $5 difference, 147 on the Bryson Stott, 142 on the Byron Buxton, and you have $150 to spend. Which one of those raw PS or uh, uh, Bowman Chrome autos would you pick? Because for me, I'm going to pick Buxton. And I know it's it's obvious like saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just said he was a potential MVP. And you talked about Byron, uh, Bryson Stott being a, a just an average, you know, uh, maybe an all-star. No, nowhere close to an MVP, I don't think. Uh, but definitely a guy above average player. The reason why I'm choosing Buxton is I know that it's a more volatile um, investment, but I'm going to take the, 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 the top shelf of the cookie jar here for Byron Buxton is what I'm going to go for. And I cannot avoid potentially getting in at the same price as Stott as Byron Buxton and not saying that I would put my money in Byron Buxton. This guy is fast. He hits, he fields, he throws, he dives all over the field. He's catching, uh, he's robbing home runs all day long. And he's just a guy that I love watching. 
I think when you're looking at baseball, needing more players that you cannot stop watching, Byron Buxton is definitely one of those players. So with $150 to spend, I'm choosing Byron Buxton. Now, let me know on Twitter which one you've chosen, whether you or a potentially a third card that's around that $150 evaluation, raw, by the way, uh, that you would invest your money in instead of Byron Buxton. So I think that'll wrap up our, our second episode of the Baseball Card Strategy Show. In conclusion, go buy J-Rod, go buy Bobby Witt Jr., Bryson Stott, and Buxton are also all great assets that you could potentially look for. Pick your favorite out of those and, and, and get one of those in a top loader in your in your collection or your investment portfolio. Guys that you're wanting on the on the watch list, Robert Hassel, Josh Smith, Shay Langoliers are three of the guys that I'm choosing this week to talk about on the watch list. We'll be coming back every week. So definitely um, tune in. We'll have more guys. And I'm sure that we'll be talking about some of the predictions that I made in a couple of months. And we'll see where Bryson Stott and Byron Buxton are at the end of the season and whether I made a right call or not with my uh, with my metaphorical $150. This has been Kendall McKee. This is the Baseball Card Strategy Show. Feel free to go drop us a line on nooffseason.com. Go check out our investment report. We would love you to, to get on there and to see all the plays that we're making in terms of our investment portfolio long-term. We want to help you win as well. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week. Thanks, everybody, for watching and listening to the Baseball Card Strategy Show on the Sports Card Strategy Show feed. We hope you enjoyed it. Please drop us a comment on YouTube or leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. You can find the Sports Card Strategy Show and the Baseball Card Strategy Show wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to check out nooffseason.com and our Sports Card Investment Report. And if you want to join the community and connect further with us, go to sportscardstrategy.com and click the link to join the Facebook group. We'd love to chat cards with you. Thanks, everybody, and have a great day.